What if there was someone who wanted to help you find a job? Choose Express Employment Professionals, and that's exactly what you'll get. They can help you find work in any industry with just one interview at Express. You have a connection to endless jobs, whether you want a contract job, a new full-time role, or a summer job. Choose Express Employment Professionals. Express has more than 860 locally owned locations and no fees for job seekers. Visit expresspros.com today to find a location near you. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond, but at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Wind Down with Janet Kramer and Michael Kaufman, an iHeartRadio podcast. So why do you hate listening back to your podcast? Okay, this is like anything I do. I feel like I just choose not to. Otherwise, I'm just too hard on myself. Like sometimes if it's really funny, I'll listen to that part back or like little clips I'll pick out for the like Instagram story or something. But to listen to the whole thing, I'll be like, oh, why didn't I say this? Or, oh, why did I say that? When I know it's a good podcast anyway, so I just need to leave it and not be hard on myself. Wait, time out. Should we intro? Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. guess. Or just people just, hey, hang on for the ride. Here we go. Let's start talking. Name that person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's fun. That's actually fun. It's a fun game. But I think everyone knows. Um, We've got Caitlin and Jason um, joining the Wind Down crew tonight. So we're so excited. It's actually... It is tonight. It is yeah. Friday night. Yeah. Friday, Friday night. Friday night, even though you guys are hearing this Monday morning, but still. But um, we got drinks in hand, so this yeah. is the kind of vibe we have. We're in our bedroom. <laughs> it's really intimate, and it's Very right up intimate. my alley. I feel like this yeah, is we barely, how I like to podcast. barely said hello, and they took us right to the bedroom. I'm uh-huh. like, oh, what's cool? What are we doing <laughs> in here? Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, no, but we just, we just I, I made Mike just start recording because... We started Start saying talking. things and then it was good. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, wait, shh. like just stop. Um, <laughs> don't talk. Do you, I, I don't, do you listen to the podcast like when we record? So the beginning days I listened to it a lot because I use it like film, like in mm-hmm. sports, right? Like I was trying to like get better. Okay. How can I do this better? How can I, you yeah. know, and now that I, f- I always want to keep improving, but I don't know. Recently I haven't as much. And I don't know if Caitlin is kind of like you where I'm like, damn, I should have said this when mm-hmm. often I catch myself thinking that 
and I'll say what I'm just thinking I should say. I'm like, oh yeah, good job, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> like, like literally, I'm like, Attaboy. say this because I forget like what I said. I'm like, oh yeah, I did say that. Great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it probably would be good for to, to do that to listen to you know better yourself next right. time. But I'm like, eh, I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> I I criticize. Someone would my, tell me if I wasn't. Yeah, <laughs> I criticize myself too much if I do it. So like, I'll I'll read reviews, which is like the worst thing oh, ever don't to do. do that. But I read them and I'm like, oh, you're right. Like, I'm being too hard on Mike. Okay, so like, I'm going to not be as hard on Mike. And then I say something out of being sarcastic. But then it's like, oh, no, crap. Like, I forgot to edit that part out. And now people are going to think that I'm still, it's always about Mike. And Mike's always wrong. And like, and I'm like, shoot. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's but not like how it usually is. It's just welcome to relationships. <laughs> right. I feel like that's just, men are so much better at um, filtering and yeah. picking their battles. They just are. Or you, I mean, I think so. Is that how it is on Off the Vine too? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't read reviews. Oh, I, no, no. I mean like oh. with when Jason comes on, like do they ever say, well, I guess. It's more on like them, Instagram stories or Instagram live. People are like, Caitlin's so mean to Jason. That happened once. That was one no, time. Well, in maybe in your when but I was in my the, DMs, the Super Bowl thing. People were chirping what happened? hard about that. So let's, what did happen? I oh, think you were just I was chirping day. him because... <laughs> no, you were having a day. No, I wasn't having... Well, I, I have a lot of days. But I feel like it was... Um, we, we have like a lot of banter where we like poke at each other a lot. And that's kind of like our sense of humor too. That was the beer bottle. <laughs> As people on Monday morning are listening to this, you the beer, beer bottle, bottle Enjoy your coffee. We're going to... Um, but it was more that I was poking fun because you said something, you like dropped something about a division of soccer you were in. And I was like, oh, subtle flex or something. Yeah, and I was like, oh, yeah. No, you were just anything I said. She was just like, come over the top. You're just having one of those days. Okay, and people are like, take it easy. Yeah. And I, the one thing mm. I, I was I was being facetious. I was making fun of myself. I was playing a celebrity football game. Yeah. And I was like, I'm a division three former soccer player. I'm, I'm sure I'm going to be in you know good shape facetiously joking around because it's all former NFL guys like right. I'm, I'm f***ed. <laughs> can I say that uh, here sorry yeah, take fine. it out we'll sorry it out. it's my <laughs> New York it comes out and Caitlin's like oh you you telling everybody played college soccer that's real cool I'm like Caitlin I'm literally making fun of myself here but I didn't know that because I don't know what division means and I didn't know what you were saying I thought you were like pumping your own tires like yeah. but I, I will this stand up for Caitlin though because we are very we are very we're, we're from the same cloth we're mm-hmm. very Absolutely. sarcastic yeah. we like to give it out sometimes mm-hmm. because of our own insecurities like I know Absolutely. like I know that's on me too and yeah. so Sometimes when I say things, I don't, I don't mean what I, how it maybe comes out. And I if someone exactly doesn't know right. me, then it's like, oh, I could totally see how they would think that sounded ugly or I'm picking yeah. on my husband. And that's like the farthest thing from the truth. And like, I love my husband. I support him. And we talk about all this together. So I feel like that's, that's frustrating sometimes when we're, when we're kind of misunderstood, but I'm working on it, but it's still hard because I I'm catch not. myself like biting. You're not, you guys, that's fine. <laughs> I should probably work on it a bit more, but no, I'm the same way where I like, sometimes my delivery comes out with a lot of attitude and, um, I'm very critical, but I don't mean to be, it's just, I'm like, I'm like that with the people I love the most, which is so silly because that's who you should like, you know, be the easiest on, but I'm the most critical with people I love. Jason, what is it for you? I mean, when, when that happens, like, do you ever get upset? Cause there's, I know sometimes Mike will be Mm -hmm. like, Hey, like that. I know you were joking. We had, um, you know, Sean and Andrew East and yeah. we yeah. were at dinner with them one night and I had said something and I don't even remember what it was. You might remember, Mike, but you kind of pulled me aside and you were like, oh, I said something about divorce. And he's like, I know you were saying that jokingly. Mm-hmm. He's like, but it, 
like, can we just not throw those comments out anymore? Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. And I, and I kind of told him, I was like, I, I, I sometimes feel awkward around people and we're just starting to hang out again to be like, haha, like who knows? And, and mm-hmm. so I, I say it out of uncomfortability yeah. Yeah. to lighten the mood so that, cause maybe people are thinking that, but he's like, they weren't. So why do you have to say? It? And so yeah. it's just one of those I things where he's like, yeah. don't like that hurt my feelings. And I'm like, oh, then I start to cry and then I feel awful. And I'm like, no, that's not what I meant. But I mean, does that ever affect you when she does that? So I think you, you handled it really well. That's how I handle it, right? Yeah. Like I take it offline. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to have this conversation here. I bookmark it. And for me, it's just explaining where you're coming from. Right. I think in any confrontation or argument, people always want to lead with their ego. They want to lead with, with emotion mean? and I'm going to take over this and I'm going to alpha this position, whether you're a male or female. And that leads, in my opinion, to nothing. In my opinion, like when we have confrontation, I want it to be principle. And when it's principle driven, I want to have the conversation. I'm going to fight like hell for it. Mm-hmm. That's how you pick and choose your battles. And when it's principle uh, like driven, I expect that it doesn't happen again, right? So if we can't learn from the fight yesterday and it doesn't better shape us for tomorrow, then why the hell are we having the fight? Mm-hmm. So let's just get to the core of it, understand each other's perception, and we'll be in a better position to like succeed as a couple. Yeah, he's very good at that. I need to learn more from Jason. But I actually Kaylin's like, yeah, what he said. Yeah, that's usually <laughs> how interviews go with us. I mean, he is so well-spoken and says everything. And I'm always like, uh-huh. Same. Yeah. Michael's well, so well-spoken. Yes. I'm just like, and I say things wrong and I ask weird questions and he looks at me and I'm like, I know I'm an idiot. That's I know. exactly how we are. No, I feel like we are like mirroring each other right now. Like I'm just in a mirror. But that's, I did work on it though. The other night it was my birthday and we did this like boat party social distancing boat party and we had like a few people back at the house after and jason was what the kids say lit and he was on fire (laughs) and he i'm looking over and he's got a cigar lit in the house in my kitchen that kitten it. <laughs> I mean. and i had just spent this money on um a farm style sink that i was like oh. so proud of and i uh, it was just did he stock. ash in the sink not only did he ash in the sink oh. but he put it out in the sink when oh. i was like i was like what are you doing with a cigar in the kitchen and he thought he was doing the right thing because he panicked like oh god what am i doing and he put it out in the sink and i was like <gasps> and usually at that point of the night i probably would have started an argument but I just took myself into my bedroom. Mm-hmm. I shut my closet door and I gave myself a 15 minute like timeout power nap. <laughs> and I, nice. <laughs> I just recharged the batteries for like 15 minutes, got back up, came back out and I let it go. That was a huge I, moment. I for think me. that's a great example, but also a terrible example because <laughs> we had been going after it since like 2 PM. And like, I called my college buddies that night. Like some of my buddies I'm still close with. Mm-hmm. They're like, we have not seen you that drunk in probably eight, nine years. And when I tell you that's oh, how really? drunk I was at the time I got back to the house, you know, I would never have a lit cigar in the house, but I was no, of bombed. I didn't, I didn't even I, know I did that. That's right. why <laughs> I said you were so lit because you wouldn't, of course you yeah. wouldn't do that. You just weren't thinking like you're, yeah. you could tell his wheels started turning as soon as I looked at him and was like, what are you doing? You're like, oh, oh and you panicked and put it on the sink. Yeah. But, but I think the takeaway from that, right? <laughs> the takeaway takeaways. is that like, compartmentalize and have conversations that are like meaningful and productive Mm -hmm. instead of just reacting with ego and emotion. 
because it just, in my opinion, in my experience, it leads to almost nothing good. Mm-hmm. You call each other names and it becomes ego. Then you battle and then you fight for what? Where's it going? Mm-hmm. And so I'm, I don't really enjoy conflict, but if we're going to have conflict, in my opinion, like let's make it super, super constructive. Right. We just, we just had a couple's therapy session the other day and we we're talking about it where thinking back on the last, you know, few months, six weeks or so, really we've acknowledged that we've done that a lot better like ourselves like both of us have where it's there's times where our pride or egos want to step up and i i historically want to get defensive i take things personal which i learned to get from both parents yeah yeah (laughs) i had an epiphany last week yeah yeah um and so it's one of those things that's always kind of been an issue with us but the fact that we're starting to do that, we're allowing each other to have our feelings. Be like, okay, it's yours. As much as I want to react and, and get on my mountain and plant my flag and, you know, and, and she wants to do the same thing, we're starting to get that kind of dance back and forth of being able to do that. How nice is that? And listening, like I'll say you, Mike, have been like over the past six weeks too. I think our couples ther- therapist is actually shocked, but <laughs> when – you said, and I don't mean that sarcastically. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. like when he was just, you know, when we were saying like, when I come to you with something that maybe is triggering to me or upsetting to me, you, you're not defensive and you listen and mm-hmm. you empathize and like your empathy level has been like through the roof and like the best you've ever been. So like, I, I see that and I acknowledge that and I really appreciate that because it does wonders for me mm-hmm. when like you listen and you hear and you don't go straight to the, well, you know, my shame shame and my defensiveness but also it's probably because you've learned to talk about your triggers more openly and and tell him how you're feeling like it's it's it is it is it absolutely is a combination because if she was still reacting from a hurt place telling me these things and like just coming after me Mm -hmm. it would be hard for me to be like honey i love you yeah (laughs) yeah. i want to be like (laughs) you know like yeah, no, that's... What I is mean, y'all's biggest confrontation, like, in the relationship? Wait, how long have you guys... Wait, first off, you were the bachelorette yes. in what year? Uh, 2015. 2015. Yeah. Um, from then, from that time on, when did you meet Jason? What uh, year was that? 2018. 2018. And like, is that the first time you guys met? Yeah. Met? Yes. What was the interaction when you guys met? <laughs> I love this story um, because it's adorable and so us and funny. Uh, but I was going through the breakup like mm-hmm. publicly. It had already happened, mm-hmm. but I was going through it publicly. At, actually, not even publicly at the time. Um, it was about to come out to be public, the breakup. And I was in Seattle to be with a girlfriend because she was helping me through a hard time. And I was like, well, I might as well see who's in Seattle to podcast with. And so there's a few bachelor people there. And so I reached out to like, um, who's Des and a a few bachelor people, Olivia, Olivia, and then Jason. And he was going to, and Jason, you were on Becca season. So that was 2018. Okay. So I was like, Oh, I'll get a bachelor podcast in. And Jason wasn't going to come because he had like, I, something wrong with your eye. And you're like, I'm not going to come. And, (laughs) uh, what are those things called? Sty. Sty. Wow. <laughs> Wait, no, it wasn't a sty. No, actually, was it? it wasn't. It wasn't. You was it pink eye? No. It looked it was, like pink eye, but I it remember wasn't. when I was 12, you got <laughs> pink eye. <laughs> when you're putting poop in your hand. Yeah. You're totally I remember whatever when I farted Whoa, on my pillow. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Mythbusters. 
it was his thigh, I think, actually. It was, it was like a it big, it was on my eyelid, it and it just like got super infected. Like, yeah. And I was like, oh, Gross. I'm so like depressed. I don't want to go yeah. podcast. But we both like battled and somehow made it. And when I when he showed up, I had just been FaceTiming with my dad and sobbing. No. And I was like, oh, my gosh, this is so embarrassing. He's going to come in and like see me crying. And there's like no feelings at this point because I didn't I had never met him. And so he walked in and he's Jason's energy is electric all the time. And he's just like this really like you spend two minutes around him and you're like in a better mood. And so he came in and I was like. Uh, I'm like having a really hard day and he just gave me like a huge hug and he's like I just came from like a charity event where I cried and <laughs> you're crying he goes we'll just like have some wine he brought a bottle of wine and a oh, wine when. opener and two glasses I mean, it sounds I like a like, first date yeah. <laughs> yeah, looking ready. back it was we had and a third wheel though yeah we did I yeah. brought a girl um, along with me from Bachelor World Olivia because she was in Seattle and I Olivia from Ben season. Yes. Yeah. The big, uh, when she was mouth. the big mouth. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. She's so sweet. She's Love the her. sweetest. She's yeah. so funny. And so I brought her as a buffer because I was like, oh, I'm in this weird place and like I need like a sidekick. Well, it ended up being like she, she didn't even like come in on the conversation. It was just like this energy between Jason and I that I, again, didn't realize until p- listeners were like, whoa you guys your chemistry is off the charts and like if something doesn't work out with sean you should be with jason and i was like whoa people like don't even know that that news is is about to come out and so um jason did you tell him on the side like hey by the way no i'm about to be done with (laughs) (laughs) or did i no i don't think so i think i said i was i think it was like uh, it was it was obvious in my opinion a lot of people had been talking about it and then she shows up crying Mm. and based on what you were saying to olivia i could overhear it i'm like okay something's not right i don't know what's going on but i'm not i didn't step on that i was like i'm not asking i don't i'm not getting involved but my favorite part of the story is that we left the podcast and I called a friend and said, oh, I hope he's the next bachelor. And he called a friend and said, I think I just met my future wife. Stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, then, and then over like a couple <laughs> weeks of talking, I was like, because were you in the running to be the next bachelor? Yeah. 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 Who ended up being it? It was between uh, Colton, myself and Blake that year. Oh. So we all went through and we were buddies. So we all went through yeah. like the blood test, the fingerprints, the, all the blood both. tests. Oh, they go oh, yeah. through everything. For STD what? Tests. STD oh. tests. You got it. Then they do your fingerprints. Then they do. They were calling people background check from 10 years ago. Yeah. There was a friend of mine. I hadn't talked since college and they had called him. He was my college roommate and they were drilling. Yeah. So they do their due diligence. Yeah. And then they didn't tell us. We had no idea going in. Actually, Wait a second. I'm going to call you out here oh because they, <laughs> they, <laughs> they, wait yes. a second, because they, it was the day before Labor Day. They texted all three of us, me, Blake and Colton said, we're going to call you guys in the next couple hours and tell you who we picked. And they picked Colton. Oh, so no, when you so, interviewed me, it was after. Yes. I said, you should have been the bachelor. Okay, Sorry. Okay. I was Correction. like rooting for you to be the bachelor. Gotcha. And I kept saying, and this is, I wrote a song the other day about how Jason, like when I met yeah. him. I was like, oh, that guy's going to be so good for somebody. Like, I can't, like, he's just going to be Did you, the were best. you just not in it at that moment? Like, you no. just, my mind was, not even for a second, you thought. I was like, I'm going to be single for another five years until I find the right person. Like, there's no way I'm going to yeah. find somebody that I am like, all, all the things I'm looking for. And of course, at that point, and in your thirties, you kind of really start to know like who you are and what you need and what you want. And I was like, there's no way I wrote it down on paper, everything I would want in a guy. And I said, if I found somebody that was 60% of this list, I would be lucky. And 
the only thing that Jason didn't cross off on my list was I didn't want to date somebody from the bachelor world. Everything mm. else I was like, <laughs> holy moly, you're literally everything that I wrote out. It's like I did it on a vision board and like found you immediately. Like it was crazy. So on what you just said, you didn't want to date anyone from the bachelor world. Does that, is that common for most of you alum that come from that? Or is it also, there's a mutual understanding where you can kind of connect on that as well. I like, don't know why I felt that way. And I think a lot of people that come off the show say the same thing. Like, it's like musicians. So I'm not going to date another musician. I don't know. It's like, I don't know why, if it's an ego thing or I'm not sure. But I just think I was a little bit jaded from a relationship coming out of that show. And the like shame and negativity that surrounded that relationship that I, I didn't want to go back into that. Mm-hmm. But I mean... You're different, but yeah, I was gonna say I think it, that's probably more of like a history thing because yeah. most of the guys that came off our season, we were totally up to go be the lead or to maybe go to paradise, things like that. So mm-hmm. I think it's it's an instant thing that you just understand because you go through this weird yeah, kind of life changing, super unique situation, and you're dealing with producers and all this outside noise, and it happens so quickly. So it's an easy thing to kind of connect over. Yeah, and that's why I think a lot of the relationships are at least sparked. So when yeah. did it happen? Who, who then contacted who? So we started talking for a little bit and she friend zoned me, but we, it was just like banter. So we were like kind of chirping each other, a little text in here and there, nothing. But I was like, it was strictly friend zone. So then people say, how'd you break down the friend zone? So I was like, I got to, there's a lot of like texting and bullshit going on. We got to get to the, we got to break this down. <laughs> so this girl who's kind of in the media, whatever, wanted to go on a date. So I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm going to press this. I'm going to like, you know, my bro over here, KB, I'm going to be like, what do you think? Does she meet your standard? <laughs> I was trying to be a bro. So I was like, hey, this girl like was pursuing me. She wants to go on a date. I'm thinking about doing it. What do you think? And I shot him. I shot her like a picture. Da, 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 da. And, he, and I'm like, I thought Caitlin, honestly, at this point, based on my reciprocation of conversation, I thought right. she'd be like, hell yeah, go for it. Go grab a date. Like have a go, bro. Just like know? slap on the ass. Yeah. Go get him, Tiger. Yeah, go get him, Tiger. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And she was like, fired up you could do better than that what are you gonna go on a date with this person you don't need to settle for something i was like okay test number one worked (laughs) that's brilliant it was brilliant and i and it was in that moment that i was like do i have feelings for this guy (laughs) that it was literally in that i'll never forget i was in the bath having a glass of whiskey when you sent that to me and i remember being like i remember being like that it like affected me and I didn't want you to do it. And I got really weird about it. And then I was like, Oh, do I have feelings? I guess I do. <laughs> and then now how long have you guys been dating for? About a year and a half. It's January of 18. Yeah. Wow. January 19. Of January of 19. Hey there. Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander heritage month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. 
So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back. And this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us, so we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Rourke, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. So I was just at a little neighborhood outdoor. I feel like we have to like uh, asterisk things when we say it was outdoor. It was, yeah, outdoor. it was an outdoor birthday party. Social distancing. Yeah, six feet apart. Hand sanitizer yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But there was. Yeah. Um, but I was just over there and I was talking to my friend Pamela and I was like, oh yeah, like we're podcasting tonight. My friend Caitlin Bristow is coming over and her, her uh, boyfriend Jason. And she's like, oh, are they engaged? And I was like, 
uh i don't think so i was like i think i would have known that in, yeah. or i would have like seen it at least on instagram and she's like oh i just rather they're they're getting engaged soon and i was like oh <laughs> i'll ask thanks pamela yeah i was like thanks us weekly like, i was pamela. just gonna yeah. say <laughs> so, where'd that come I was from like, oh it, so we, is it coming soon we've talked about it for like probably a year which mm-hmm. is crazy um, because I, again, thought I was jaded. Mm-hmm. I've been engaged before. I'm not going to do it again, mm-hmm. like anytime soon. And then, uh, yeah, we've, we've talked about it for probably a year. Yeah. Well, the irony of it is that the, on the greatest, what do they call it? The greatest seasons of all time. Oh, yeah. So Caitlin season just aired last week. They had asked. That was your first time you watched, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't watch it. He was in and out. Okay. Yeah, was he in was in and out. Cause I was I, watching your stories and it's like the first time that he's like, yeah. Seeing it. No, yeah. her and my mom got after it that night. Oh, They're yeah, drinking we fireball, shots. having okay. a blast. So, like, fun. Yeah. And my dad was like the ultimate dad slash bro. He's like, yeah, let's go play some cards. Like, come on, let's have a drink. Yeah. So I like, I came in, I'd sit down, I'd see someone was I'm like not you? fond of. I'd walk out. <laughs> it was, it's, it was weird because I think it it's hard for anyone yeah. to watch that. Yeah. But you have known for so long the history of my season that you're kind of like, well, I already knew this happened and this was five years ago and like it kind of probably or I'm speaking for you, but like it helped to know that you already knew everything that happened anyways. Yeah. And he's friends with all those people. So it's like, eh, okay, it sucks, honestly, but- to bring the conversation full circle, like talk about like ego in principle, ego, who, who ever wants to see the person that they're in love with today with 30 other people and <laughs> witness it on TV? No one. And if you answer yeah. yes to that, You're not, we'll just yeah. end yeah. it there. Right. So, but principle, like if she didn't have that experience and I didn't go on this show, we would have never met. We'd never be here today. So, you know, we weren't thrilled that they're re-airing the season, <laughs> but as a result of the show, and, we're here. And at the end, what we're We'll come back to what the question was. I thought you had a ring in your pocket. Oh, yes, yes. <gasps> so oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. at the end, Chris Harrison goes, now, Caitlin, you know I'm a, an officiant. And oh, that was the Dancing with the Stars thing. Yes. Yeah. And so he Which, was, by the way, congratulations, because I know how long you've wanted to do that. I, so. I'll never forget our conversation when you went on and you were like, you need to go. And I was like, you go enjoy it. I just, well, because <laughs> I heard that you were like blackballed from it. it was like, they're like, he'll never let you do it. There was the, a whole the, thing. The whole thing. But yeah. I was just like, I mean, you're the uh, you're the dancer. Like, I almost felt bad. Like when no, I was like I doing No, I know you I'm, said like, that. And I remember being like, no, this is exciting. Be happy about it. It was awesome. And I was so glad and happy for you. I really Wait, was. but then we're so then he said, "Will you be on Dancing with the Stars?" But were yes. you then a little slightly bummed that it wasn't no. a proposal? Well, no, because yeah, he said because I, I think I would. He said I'll, I have a question that's going to change your that's life changing. See, that would I think I'd be upset because it's like in my, back of my mind I'd be like, "Oh my god, I'm, I'm over here. Changed. I have no idea what's going on." <laughs> okay. All right, so yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna I'll, I'm gonna paint the context here. So her show airs. After her show airs, they do an interview with her. Okay. And they say, Caitlin, like, what do you think about all that? This was tough. She gives a breakdown. Well, let's bring out where you are today. You're here with Jason. Oh, Jason's one of our favorite. You guys are a great couple. How's everything going? They asked us, "How'd you meet?" We got into it. Right. Then he stops, and we think the interview's done. And he said, Chris Harrison says, "Caitlin, before we end, I have a question." That's going to change your life. Are you prepared? After he just told me he was an efficient to wedding yeah. people. And the irony, well played, is, Chris. The well irony of the fact is, okay, none of us know about this. Caitlin grabs my pocket think, and I was working, I was working late that day. So I had my shirt, what I was wearing, but on my pants, I had work pants and <laughs> it had my ear pods in there. Oh, so Caitlin's no. like, Caitlin's like, and I was like, no, no, they're my ear pods. And everybody <laughs> starts laughing, but I wasn't disappointed Chris's. because I would have, 
throat chopped him if he proposed after that because it just showed my relationship with Sean, then my engagement to Nick, and then if we went after to an interview and that's when Jason proposed, I would have been like, no, wrong. Wait, your engagement? Oh, like when he said, I was like, wait, oh, yeah, when he tried to propose. (laughs) (laughs) It was uh, swing and a miss. But but they had just showed that, so I was like, that wouldn't be special to have Jason then. And and he already knew I didn't want to do it on a TV show. So I was like... I mean, Dancing with the Stars was like the best like, yes, thing. It was... Yeah. It, you know, I was even so mo- thrilled. Even more tea to it, right? So they actually asked me to propose to Caitlin at that time. So producers <gasps> asked me, hey, we'll get you a Neil Lane ring. We'll we'll take care what? of it. What? So I didn't tell Caitlin. I thought about it for a day. I'm like, no, I'm not going to... You know, nice to the producers. They didn't push me at all. They just said, hey, if you want to yeah. do it, go ahead. I, I would have said yes and just not done it, kept the ring. Kept like, the ring. <laughs> suckers. Yeah, but for sure there'd be a contract that came oh, with that. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So oh, I yeah. declined that. They were totally cool with it. And then Wait, like time out. Would you have been bummed if he did that though? Like yeah. in you would have. I mean, probably not super bummed because I can't wait to like marry him, but at the same time, I would have been bummed that that's how it went down. Okay, sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, and then about a week later, I said, hey, I want to let you know. They came to me. I made the decision. I said, no. She's like, thank God. I wouldn't want that at this time in Good this situation. But I think you thought I was playing like reverse psychology, yeah. right? So yeah. it was uh, <laughs> it was all over the place. Face if you watch that, that interview, I was like, <gasps> I like freaked out and then he pulled out the earpods or airpods whatever they are and I was like oh my gosh and Harrison was dying laughing but yeah I that's answer, fantastic to answer your question yes we will get engaged soon <laughs> well because I remember when I talked to you you were like I don't want to stay in Nashville so has that now changed mm. It's changed a little bit. Nashville's grown on me. Okay. Um, I think what's great is we're going to be out in LA for a little bit, so we'll, it'll be something different. We'll get to kind of like test the waters and hopefully. I don't the, live there. Yeah, I mean, I think if we lived in LA, it'd be very short term. Where anyway. would you want to live? Because well, I know you said you were in. You, were, I know you're from Buffalo. Yeah, but from Buffalo. Seattle's yeah. where you were working, right? Seattle, I was working. Um, I wouldn't go back to Seattle, and especially um, now. <laughs> yeah. So let's Seattle, hash it out right now. Seattle Where do you want to live? Yeah, the, I don't know. We talk about this often. I think Nash, how long have you lived Nashville's, here? Nashville's uh, about a year, but we okay. travel so much, so quarantine's right. been the first time we've actually spent time here. All right. But I think Nashville's probably where we'll end up. If I were to live anywhere else, I'd say somewhere like I do like Dallas, Texas, Austin, Texas, Denver, but I'm, yeah. I'm sensing it. Uh, I just, I don't know where I'd want to live. Like part of me wants to move back to Canada, but Jason is not totally on board with that. (laughs) I don't know. Um, (laughs) But I'm like, I'm more thinking long-term, like having kids and being around family. Um, But I mean. Nothing wrong with, I love Canada. It's just. Yeah, but your family's close to us in Nashville, which is nice. But uh, I I love Nashville and I could see well, Williamson Vegas County where we're at is mm-hmm. very uh, great school. Yeah. Well, that's another thing we talk about is is the next move we make. We want to make sure that if we do settle down there, that there's good schools and we've that's something we talk about. If we stay in Nashville, we're coming out this way yeah, without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Yes. And I would say Vegas odds have it. What do you think? Like eighty percent chance we stay in Nashville. Yeah. Oh, you're here. I think so. Yeah. Eighty percent. I think that's a big percentage. Yeah. So when this all happens, you guys get engaged, you get married. Let's start back to what is the one thing you think is going to be kind of that problem area in your relationship because we we talk about that in our relationship what is what is our biggest problem so what for you guys is that thing that's gonna just kind of weigh on you I think Mm -hmm. I know and maybe I don't know if you have a different perspective but for for me I think it'll be that I like things a certain way and I feel like even with dogs I like have this motherly instinct where I don't 
I feel like sometimes Jason can't do things right. Like where I'm like, how do you not know to do that? Like, I feel like that's going to be when we have kids that I'm going to need to be aware of how hard I am on you because I'm going to think like I have motherly instincts and I know what to do and I'm going to worry about how you're going to... Is this sound familiar? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You two are cut from the same not, But not to fault though because you even said like you rely on essentially me and Caitlin like the, the well the, you're the managers yeah when we talked about that one of the podcasts is like I'm just the house mom manager so mm-hmm. it's like he does rely on me for knowing the schedules and the kids and this but he can do it too like he right I deliver on it and the thing is is but and, he's not allowed to change it I'm the only the one that to and that's where we that. that's where we would argue because she'd be like why isn't Chase down like you gotta he's gotta be down this time it's like a minute after I'm like I'm sorry I'm sorry I'm gonna put him down <laughs> yeah, like, and then and then like two days later she's just like I'm like uh, didn't he have to go to bed? It's like 15 minutes past his bedtime. She's like, no, it's okay. He slept a little later today at his nap, so he can stay with mom. I'm like, what the? F-? Like, just making the rules up as we See, go along. So that's right. So I'm like, if I, Caitlin's like instinct. I'm by the book. Like, you can't say one thing and then do the other. Right. And also, you can't just come up with these hypotheses because that's what makes sense to you when literally you can do research that everything in the world tells you that's not the truth. So we get into a lot of arguments of like what is right or wrong for yeah. the dogs. And I'm more, with the dogs, I'm more like, I'm, I'm more like up in the air, but like kids, I, I won't like. I think that's where we're both hard-nosed with where we believe our certain things. Like, yeah. you'll always be like, you always think you're right, right? And I'll be like, well, that's you say that. So I think that's you're like, where... because I am. Like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but we do find ways to compromise. Yeah, oh, for because sure. Because you, if you can't compromise, it's not going to work. Right. So it's no. got to be give and take, and you pick and choose your battles. That's what I've learned, at least. Yeah. Well, what's the one thing with Caitlin that you're like, mm, this is going to bother me? Probably that's everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think... Let's see. I think the biggest thing with Caitlin that I work on is that I think I think I think very logically and rationally and I'm not extremely emotional and it's okay to be emotional. But I am also the big thing is I've always learned to cope with things really well. So I can something happens and I'm like, okay. I'm going to deal with my feelings. I'm going to cope and I'm going to find a way to solve. We're, we're the right? exact same. This is it's okay. Literally. There's a mirror. Like, literally. <laughs> literally. <laughs> I'm a little bit more emotional for sure. But okay, that's fair. And that like, I think Caitlin's like the coping thing. Caitlin doesn't cope very well. That's with things, something I've actually and that drives gone to therapy crazy. for like, it was so when I went through a really rough time in my 20s, it was the first time I went to a therapist and she talked me through all these things and she looked at me and she goes, oh, Caitlin, you have not been taught any coping skills. You don't know how to cope. And I was like, whoa, ding, ding, ding. The light went off the uh-huh moment. I was like, I don't know how to cope um, through my childhood, like and nothing against my parents. They were just trying to do as best. But my mom always wanted to fix things and make it right. And she wanted to like make sure I was always happy and it that's obviously her way of showing love but i never really had to cope with things and so i learned in my 20s that i'm not good at coping and that's something that i've really genuinely worked on from 27 to now so you can only imagine what i was like at 27 (laughs) 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 but but to now i'm like that's still something i need to for sure work on Mm -hmm. is my uh, my coping skills Mm -hmm. yeah i i just i'm a little dramatic is that when you're dramatic too and, and when you resolve your uh, fights and conflicts too I mean are you though I want to talk about it or do you want to go away or do you want to argue do or do you want to slam doors I do both I have I mean 
previous relationships to this one, it's so wild how different I am because I feel safe. Mm. I've mm. never felt safe in a relationship until this relationship. So I deal with conflict different and insecurities differently because I don't question him leaving me or like get all insecure. Mm. I'm like, I feel safe and loved. So I'm like, I deal with all of my insecurities differently now where before I probably would have slammed doors and threw a fit <laughs> and I could still do that, of course. But like, Again, you don't know. <laughs> Does that happen? Jason's laughing, but it's like you should like well, this in this relationship compared to last. I'm yeah. like a whole other person. Here's where I give you a ton of credit, and this is really important. Is like the the slam doors thing will happen. Like the sudden reaction happens, and then the emotional part, and then the best part about you is what with time and just dealing with it you totally come around and you're like, okay, here's where I was right and here's where I was wrong and here's where I think you were right and here's where I think you were wrong. And that's how the relationship works at that point. Because then I sit down and say, you're right, I was wrong. I think accountability is huge. Yeah. And you have to be willing to take accountability. Mm -hmm. And I think we do a pretty good job of that. Over a year and a half, how many times do you think I've slammed a door? Be honest. Eight to 10? What? No, what'd you think? <laughs> Oh my gosh, I thought you were really thinking about it because you were probably like, I don't know, maybe twice. Oh, no. Like, eight to ten damn six, six, door slams? Yeah, like quick little booms. <laughs> I'm not, not like... Yeah, like Full arm swinging. No, no. Like, yeah, like half slam. Like, yeah, like, like, oh, you're annoying me. Boom. Yeah. Okay. Gosh, I was like, <laughs> wow, am I, am I that? I no, thought no. I'd come a long way. You, you, I think you're doing great, honey. <laughs> <laughs> we're doing great. I love this. Look, don't feel bad. I shattered his phone like a few months ago, so it's fine. While I was taking a shower. <laughs> you couldn't even defend I'm it. I'm like, no, couldn't even defend I'm in there sudsing up and Jana got pissed, was pissed about something and triggered and threw my phone in the shower floor and I'm just like. So how do you react in that situation? That that one, I just kind of, I I wasn't in the wrong. Yeah. No, it Whoa. wasn't. it wasn't about wrong. It was about, I wasn't escalating the situation. Yes. I wasn't escalating it. She was spinning herself out of control, yeah. which I've been guilty of numerous times. Mm -hmm. um, and she did that, and I was just like, okay. But mm -hmm. I can't do it, you know. But That's been a long time since I've like thrown something. Yeah. That, that, was, that was a... Spiler, spiraling is hard to come out of. hard. Like, uh, all the therapy sessions I've been to, it's like... <sighs> walk away in that time i'm like yeah. oh sure okay i'll just walk away while i'm in mid spiral like that's not easy to do no it's so just breathe. hard take yeah. a breath take your 10 breath. seconds is all you need no that's bs because well, yeah i need like 24 hours 1000 percent. <laughs> and honestly like the second i did it i was like oh you know what i mean i'm like why did i like yeah i'm like i know that and then you come regret. down from the it's like you're still validated but you didn't need to smash a phone yeah you know, yeah, it, and that's, you, that's and the part the shame spiral. Then you feel like a crazy person yeah. and then you have to go through that and like, but, I, but I'm validated in like thinking this and yes. like feeling this. And yeah. And it's just like, that was really rare for you though. The, what? Just you spiraling like that. Oh, that's been years. It's been I mean, years. Yeah, since discovery. So like once it happens though, do you guys have like a grudge phase or not? Like, are you holding a grudge? How does like the recovery work from that? Mm. I will say good question. That was a good one. Um, we had an amazing spiral session the other night where we came. Remember when I freaked oh. out about having another kid? Oh, where we came out of it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, is that when you were crying because Jace wasn't a baby anymore? Yeah, that was kind of a lie. Not oh. a lie. I mean, I was crying because he wasn't a baby, but I was also crying because 
like Mike was like, I don't want another kid. Mm. That's a tough conversation. Yeah. And I was like, <gasps> what? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a like, hard conversation. To it have. was hard. And it was. <laughs> why are you laughing? <laughs> it's not fucking funny. <laughs> I want to see where you're going with this. Yeah. No, but I, I went crazy. Mm hmm. Like, I was just like, well, I don't know if I can live. Like, I'm like, I don't I don't want to resent you if we mm. don't have another one. And then I just I went I felt myself going crazy. Mm. I felt myself going so high out of body, out of body. I like just this. she was saying things that she hasn't said for years, like yeah. to try to hurt me. Yeah. Like literally it's been years since she said these certain certain things because they know she knows their hot buttons. And, yeah. you know, to your point, like pride and ego is these is because of the last couple months we've been better at this i just kind of laid on the couch and i was just like which mm-hmm. almost annoyed me more that he was <laughs> yeah, just sitting there she was trying hard <laughs> to i was trying him. like real hard to get him a reaction because usually he meets me at my reaction yes. and we are explosive yes oh yeah and i'm like meet me there mother effer because yeah. i'm ready to go yeah. i'm sitting there watching you know? like sports center like and uh-huh, Jana, so leave, me alone. <laughs> leave me alone go to bed but <laughs> as as he continued to do that i just felt myself get crazier and crazier and <laughs> yeah. crazier and say things and then like i go into the room and i just hysterically start bawling and then i'm like mother effer i have to go out there and apologize like i have to go out and then be like i felt I was like, and I went out there and I was like, I feel crazy. Yeah. Those are, that was like my exact words. I feel crazy. Mm-hmm. And cause it just, it would become so out of body that I just, and it was, it was wrong. And I, you know, we, that was the first time that we did it. We recovered good. Mm. Oh, really well. The smash phone thing. I think we recovered pretty well too, because again, I just, I think I'm so scared of this relationship to, I'm, I'm scared of the bombs. Like we've, a, we've had a lot of bombs. Mm-hmm. And I'm so, when I saw something on the phone, I was like, oh my God, it's here. I'm such an idiot. Like, and I just was like, I just went, I didn't go to him first to be like, hey, can we talk about this? I built a story in my head. Mm -hmm. And when he was like, what? It's nothing. And I'm like, I've heard that before. It was, ah!" I like, flames start coming out of our hands and our heads. I don't believe you. And then it was just like smash. And then I was like, oh God, I'm crazy. Like, and then I was like, and then I was like, I had to leave the house. But, but how incredible that you guys can like say that you've come so far <laughs> and that like bombs have happened, but now you can like, that takes a lot of hard work and commitment to each other to get to a place where you can say like bombs have happened and now like you can resolve them quicker or you can like have m- more of like, um, appreciation for each other's feelings and all mm-hmm. those things like that's huge in a marriage and with kids to be able to not just call it quits or throw right. things away and to like work your ass off to get to the place that you are now to see the progress and think, okay, if we can like get this far, imagine how far we can get in five years. Yeah. And that's really important. Cause I mean, Jason's always been like, uh, I don't, I don't know if you've ever had like these kinds of explosive fights in relationships, but he just I seems have to be very like, Oh, it's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> I have, but, you, but it's amazing. Like you, and that's what you need. You don't want someone else. That's the same reaction with you. And that's what, didn't I say that to you yesterday? I said, it's so wild for me because it would be like a four day run of happy times was like a good week yes. for me and other relationships yes. where yes. with Jason, I'm like, I don't think we've ever had a blowout. And again, we're only a year and a half in and like it's Jason, but like uh, we've never had a blowout and I'm not saying that will never happen, but like you've taught me to, to deal with conflict and to cope better. And you're, you are very logical and I'm very emotional, but it, 
you've helped me balance but he's that. helping yeah. like he's yes. he's and you know just like vice versa for you know mike and i it's like we're we're learning and we're getting better and we're leaning into each other mm-hmm. and i think to answer like full circle your question is like we're just every time we're doing better yeah. and we're learning yeah. from it and we're coming around amazing. and saying and it's i think it's working yeah it is and to what caitlin just said like you're learning from jason i think ultimately yeah i've done a lot of work on myself like with my therapist and everything like that and but i've learned more of that from jana because even before the last probably two months i was spinning more frequently than jana and when i spin it's not necessarily throwing things or whatever but I'm heightened. My voice is, is raised. Mm-hmm. And then I just keep coming after her. Mm-hmm. Like, we'll stop talking. And I'll just keep coming. She'll go to the closet, like close the door and like maybe crying or just like, leave me alone, leave me alone, leave me alone. And I'll just keep peppering her. Yeah. Trying to do the same thing she was doing to me the other night, just yeah. trying to get her to meet her on my level. Yeah. And she wouldn't, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, there has to be give and take. Cause if, if it's the same person and for a while there, she felt like the only person that was doing the work because I was the one that was spinning more often. Yeah. So now it, it's it's so much better because we see that back and forth. That's like, okay, I'm not alone in this. The other person's meeting me there. Why do you think you did spin more? So in my situation, it's there's so much shame involved with everything that I like I wanna like uh stand up for and defend everything I can when like if I have an inch I'll take a mile Mm -hmm. like an inch of good I'm going to take a mile because I've been shitty for so long and there's so much ammunition negative against me that when there's one thing positive or it's in my mind I minimize it because it's not as big as what I did in the past Mm -hmm. I want to be you know I just want to take 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 of, of any kind of positive versus all of the negative that's stacked up against me for you know those yeah last five years or whatever so I think that's the that's the biggest thing. It's just like I'm just trying to take it so you get it, and like trying to make you understand that that's not me anymore. But I can't make you understand. The only way I can do it is by not reacting, by doing Mm. what I did the other night, by allowing you to have those feelings, by being empathetic. So we're starting to get there. Hey there! Did you know that May is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is celebrating by highlighting some cool AAPI-owned brands like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. I mean, I love that a big brand like Macy's is supporting Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. It's important. But you know what? The best reason to check out these brands is that they're just really awesome. Seriously, you need to check them out. And you know what else? You have a great opportunity to open up access to college for AAPI students and help them succeed by donating to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. You can donate online or just round up your purchase at Macy's when you check out. So do what you can to help. Join Macy's and round up your purchase to the nearest dollar at checkout to support APIA scholars. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander owned brands at Macy's.com or in store. Hey guys, this is Paris Hilton. Trapped in Treatment is back and this season we're taking on Wasp. They held us in dog cages. They starved us. They beat us. They burned us and subject us to really horrible, uh, cruel and unusual punishment. 
After my personal experience at Provo Canyon School, I was shocked to learn that a man named Robert Litchfield, a man who got his start at the school that I went to, would go on to create a multi-million dollar empire. He was trying to brand us. So we were going to become the McDonald's in treatment. The Worldwide Association of Specialty Programs and Schools. They prey on, you know, a parent's really natural and beautiful love for their children in a really, really, unfortunately, effective way. At this time in my life now, if someone presented this program to me, and not just because I've already experienced it, sham, scam, beware. Listen to season two of Trapped in Treatment on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Every week on Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso, I invite an artist, writer, or politician to come to the table and speak from the heart in ways I imagine you haven't heard from them before. Some of my favorites are with Tom Hanks, Margaret Atwood, Questlove, Kate Blanchett, and Oscar Isaac. If that sounds like a varied group of people, it's because it is. I always wanted to make a show where one week we could sit with a politician like Beto or Wark, the next an author like Min Jin Lee, or TV titans like Bill Hader and Quinta Brunson. Basically, this is a podcast driven by curiosity and an abundance of research. Conversations where people actually start to sound like people. In recent weeks, I sat with Dan Levy, Ava DuVernay, Benny Safdie, and the editor of The New Yorker, David Remnick. You can listen to Talk Easy with Sam Fragoso on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I hope to see you there. Guys, aren't relationships just something? They're, they're a lot of work. They really are. Mm-hmm. There's like, and, and I love that you guys podcast and you're open about it because I think a lot of people feel shame around how they react in relationships because we've all been like conditioned a certain way growing up and how we see relationships and how we react to our partners and certain things. And I know for myself, just hearing other people talk about their relationships and being open about their hard times has helped me so much. So I love that you guys do podcasts about being so open about it because it probably helps so many people. And I just like you, you've been so fortunate, Jason, with your family and like certain things like he just grew up. I watch his dad the way mm. his dad is to his mom and I'll like start crying and like oh. it's it, it's insane. I've never seen anything like it. Like 
behind closed doors he won't even know i'm watching and his dad will look at his mom and just be like you are the glue to this family like i love you so much and like like that's just and that's what jason's witness not that you've never gone through anything hard but like you know coming from a divorce family which i actually think i had a a healthy divorce with my parents like Mm -hmm. it it still like weighs on people and it's crazy how much you're conditioned as a child to how you behave as an adult and even if you know better like you said the out-of-body experiences like even when you know better it's like you've been conditioned your whole life to to think and act a certain way and so it takes a lot of therapy and and talking out loud and Mm -hmm. connecting with other people who go through the same thing to grow so it's cool that you guys do that thank you yeah and i think also okay so there's a lot of things there one i think when you have these discussions everyone comes from different backgrounds different parenting uh everyone has different triggers so I think with, first of all, relationships are extremely, extremely difficult, but you really have to understand the core of why someone is showing the emotion they're showing so many times in our relationship. I would say something to Caitlin, she would break down crying and I'm, I'm literally standing there like a ghost, like what just happened? (laughs) So instead of like yelling or getting frustrated, I want to know. Like, what exactly was it that I did that just sparked something on your history that created such pain that you're crying right now? Because this reaction is not normal, right? This isn't common practice to react in this way. Clearly, there's something that happened. So something that I always do is really try and like when someone is triggered, let's not let's stop right now. And like, what is the core of this? Like, let's break it down. Peel the onion. What is it? No, I know it's easier. It's easier said than done. But then also... When you talk about, I think when you talk about like me having great like parents and, and, and holding on to things, like I also don't think you have to know where you came from and you have issues with your parents and your parents, maybe parenting wasn't the best, which is then as a derivative of where you stand, that's who you are. But you, at some point, everyone has to grow up and take responsibility and take ownership and stop passing the blame on mom or dad or grandpa and say, this is what I need to work on and I'm going to work on it and I'm going to hold myself accountable to it. I think it's, you can say that, but you also have to understand and forgive yourself of where you came from. Absolutely. And I don't think you can work on yourself until you know yourself. And I think that's part of knowing yourself. I think that's step one, Mm -hmm. but then it's like, you really got to put in the work to to cure that stuff. I what think. do you want to work on, Jason? Great what, that's a really good question. Jason's just taking us to church right now. I know. Yeah. I'm like, I'm doing, I'm doing heart hands over here. I'm like, I'm like, oh my God. Like his, his emotional <laughs> intelligence and maturity is like <laughs> out of this world. It's insane. Which has really helped me, but also made me feel very stupid. You know what I, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what I think I do is I think I, I try I try to be so level-headed and logical that sometimes I don't explain myself because I'll I'll constrain my emotion because mm, I yeah. just like I, I I would I would rather like deal with the solution than than put my emotion so out there. So you take the emotion mm-hmm. out. So of I kind of take yes. the emotion out of it. Which, so something yeah. that I need to do is like there are times that like I'm really pissed off at something Caitlin just did. She has no idea. And I bring her aside. I'd be like, Are you like why did would you ever do that? Why would you ever think that that's respectful or acceptable? And Caitlin will be like, "What? Where is this coming from? Like, mm-hmm. what are you talking about?" I stop, you know, hit pause, think about it, and I'm like, "I guess I haven't really like expressed myself at all that yeah. the X, Y, and Z really does bother me." So that's something yeah, I gotta work on. It's like expressing myself. Yeah. yeah, like I always try and internalize and then react instead of just initially reacting. And I think a hybrid of the both can help, like, you know, for the benefit of us. You know, it's interesting you said it that way, and I wonder if it's just a male thing or if it's certain people in general but i'm i'm similar where some of the things that jana might do that 
frustrates me the most is because it goes against my logic where literally in my, my old therapist in LA that really was like the, the nucleus of my recovery and everything, he would always call it Mike's world. Like in Mike's world, like why are you talking about Mike's world so much? Like it's cause if it doesn't make sense in Mike's world, it's basically wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's how, that's how my logic was. And so I'll get so frustrated cause I'd be like, why would you do that? Like, it's like, I'm asking him a question while he's making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. He's like, why would you ask me this question? Can't you see I'm doing something right now? <laughs> I'm like, why are you getting so frustrated? I'm just asking a question. Like, <laughs> but, but, but now it's and to that example, that was a fight we had in Los Angeles. <laughs> yeah. We had an actual fight, but he got mad. Like, I was literally he making a situational sandwich. awareness. And I'm like, I, as I'm holding laundry and a kid and this, and I'm like, I just want to know what time we're leaving. Yeah. So the, this, to, to that point this morning, right. I haven't oh, even no. eaten my breakfast yet. And we're, you know, Sorry. you're, we're, you guys are in a house right now. See all the blue tape everywhere. And like basically construction zone. Cause we're doing our like one year warranty thing, which side note, we prefaced before they came in. We're like, don't mind the house. It's a mess. I feel like anytime anyone has company over, Everyone says that. Yeah, even it's like, now, is like, anyone's like, house ever clean? Because everyone always says, so come on in, but our house is a mess. Forgive us. They're like, so what? True. That's so true. Bring the guard down. Right, right, yeah. right. So, uh, so this morning, like. What did I do wrong this morning? No, you didn't do anything wrong, oh. but it's just a, 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 an observation of how we were and how we are now. Because you asked me questions. You're like, hey, we need, I haven't even eaten yet. Got the kids. She's feeding Jace. Hey, uh, can you tape this? I need the ladder so we can tape, put the tape up in the room. And I'm like, I haven't eaten breakfast. And that part that now it's a fraction of me. Mm-hmm. Back then in LA, it was majority of me. Mm-hmm. Now it's a fraction of me. I wanted to be like, can I freaking eat breakfast mm-hmm. before you start bombarding me with things to do? Mm-hmm. But that's how Gianna wakes up. She wakes up. It's like, let's go. Like, how can we pr- be productive right now? Yeah. And I like to sit down, like to eat my breakfast, have my coffee. That's my thing. And but instead of like reacting that way, I was just like, okay, and helped her out and did it, and then went and sat down and ate my breakfast. And you probably avoided an argument. Yeah, and I did. I don't have any. And the difference is letting the feelings go or pushing them aside, as opposed to pushing them down. Yeah. Like I'm not pushing them down yeah. where it comes up oh, sideways later or as resentment or whatever. Yeah. It's just swallow it, dissipates. Oh I'm good. Yeah. I like the aside, not down. Yeah, I like yeah. that That's, too. I've never heard you say that before. I really like really? that. Yeah. Really because like it's like when you push it down, you're going to then blow it's up. Coming yeah, back up. Yeah. It's coming back up. Because yeah. you're going to be like still angry about it. But pushing aside, it's like, okay, she just wanted to get like, yeah. you know, it's like, it's yeah. fine. Maybe yeah. I'll bring it up to her later during our check-in. Or if it's still then. with me. Yeah. Do you guys do a check-in every day? At night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. So you just like talk about your day and do no, like. No. So it's, uh, it's called Thanos. So it's mm. called. So the first one is feelings. Uh-huh. So you would say like, I'm feeling. So tonight. We'd be like, I'm feeling tired, um, excited to go to Michigan. Um, I'm feeling uh, a little triggered because something came up earlier today. I'm feeling like whatever you're, whatever you're feeling. Mm-hmm. And then it's affirmations. So you would say, hey, thank you for um, getting that ladder for me this morning. I know you wanted to eat your breakfast, but thank you for getting that for me. <laughs> thank you. Just like, thank you, thank you, thank you for what you did today. Thank you for helping with the kids. Thank you for letting me go for a walk. Like I really needed that, like whatever. And then needs like I really need you. So we're coming up on on a anniversary that's kind of triggering. And it's like, hey, I really need you to know that like this date coming up is is hurting me and just like love me a little better or or, like hold me, acknowledge it, like Mm -hmm. whatever you need. And then own is our part, Caitlin, where we say 
<laughs> I was a crazy person last night mm-hmm. and I am really sorry. Yeah. So own whatever you did wrong. And then the last part is uh, Mike's recovery stuff. Yeah, it's S for sobriety. So I talk about like meetings or sponsor stuff or anything like that. So, but or you can say or therapy. You can say therapy. So I'd be like, I have therapy session with my therapist after Fourth of July. I was going to ask you so. Oh, so what is that called again? Spell it out for me one more time. Thanos. Thanos. Feelings, affirmations, needs, Needs own, own, and then whatever you're doing to better yourself. We just do power hours in the morning where we're like. What do we need to do to get done today? And then we like talk about like our schedules, but we don't do it. We don't do check-ins at the end of the night, which I actually think would be super important for us because at night we're both so tired and we're like, we put on like a Netflix show and are on our phones. And I feel like we don't connect enough at night at the The end of the day, which we should totally do that. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's something like, even if you don't want to do it every night, you can be like, Hey, do you want to check in? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And if it's like, I'm kind of tired. I just want to go to bed. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whatever. But then like at least do it once a week. Yeah. I like that. So you're not holding on to any, because in in our relationship, we would hold on to things and then it would come out real sideways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you you guys work at all together? Do you do anything? Yeah. So how is that? Do you guys work in the same style or? That's funny because when you were saying that Janet gets up and she's like ready to go and be productive, I'm like, that's where we are not cut from the same cloth. Really? No. You're like, you have, okay, let's just promote it first. So obviously off the vine podcast, you've got the do, um, do, do it. Yeah. The, the scrunchies. You've got the uh, spade and sparrows wine, nine to wine, wine, nine to wine, nine to wine. So, I mean, you have your. If I'm being honest, yeah, like you're if I'm being honest, you got if I'm being honest, like you're like you're killing it. Thank so you. like you have your music, you have all the stuff going on. So like, I'm, how I'm are you super, not? I'm productive. I just my mornings are more like Mike, where I I need to wake up, I need to like have my time to wake up, mm-hmm. and then I need to have a coffee. And Jason is the sweetest and brings me coffee in bed all the time. <laughs> um, and I need to like have an hour to actually just start moving in my day and then I'll be productive, but I don't wake up. Like it's a struggle for me to get out of bed. Yeah. I am very lazy in the mornings. What time do you roll out of bed at? Like 10. Damn. I can't wait till you're a mom. Oh, it I'm was, so yeah. excited. Our 10 is, 10 is early. <laughs> like if I set Usually my alarm later. for 9am, I'm like, ugh. Oh, Jolie walked in this morning at five forty, being like, no. "Mommy, Daddy, I want yeah. my iPad." And I wake up no. at six. I wake up at six every morning, kind of for that reason. I have some things that I do, but also I like that hour to kind of wake up because I also know how Jan is when she first wakes up. Yeah. But if I haven't eaten or had my coffee yet, I'm still just like, "Hey, hold on." That's. But weird. no, yeah, Jolie came in at five forty this morning, like, "Hey, it's morning time." <laughs> We're like, "Get out." See, right that's me, that, Jenna. That. I'm up, schedules yeah. working. I, I'll put it, I get right in the office, coffee, Wall Street Journal, nonstop. Yeah. And I could, I could literally, if I was single, I could work 20 hours a day. Yeah. I think that's what we've actually gotten closer during quarantine because he has such a disciplined schedule where he wakes up, he'll go for a run or do a workout, have his coffee, read the paper, be upstairs. And he just works, works, works. And he stays up in his office. Sometimes I'm like, is he even home? I don't know. So then at the end of the night, I'm like, it's almost like he was gone for the whole day. And I kind of like miss him by the end of the day, even though you're just upstairs. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. We operate differently though. We operate very differently. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What are you doing right now, Jason? So I got a lot of stuff going. So I was a corporate banker before. And so I started, I do investing. So I do angel investing, investing companies. I do consulting. So financial and career consulting. I just signed up two book deal with Harper Collins. So that's our book company. Yeah. Oh, cool! Amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, amazing. When does your yeah. book come out, or is it out? September twenty second. September twenty second. Yes. Oh, you guys amazing. can pre-order right now at Jana and Mike.com. Yes. There you go. Yes. That's, that's amazing. 
guys will be getting your copy. Oh yeah, yes. in we'll like take August a, sometime. Okay, we'll great. Yeah. Read. Yeah. That's yeah. why amazing. I asked for your address. The, okay, awesome. So yeah. great. That's great. And like the newest, most exciting project I'm so working on. So what's the book though, by the way, going to be about? So one is going to be all about career navigation, amazing professional development, accelerating your career, everything from negotiating your salary to moving up the ladder, Love. to detouring your entire career entrepreneurship, list goes on. Awesome. Um, yeah, so the the new, like my new passion thing I started is called Restart. And so the idea is that like, there are so many lessons that aren't taught in a classroom that you can't find in a textbook that are imperative to everything we do on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. And so it's breaking those things down. Like and, what, give me an example. Let's. He's so good at breaking down things that in my mind, I'm like, this is the most overwhelming, complicated thing in the world. And Jason can break things down where like he makes he just simplifies everything. So you're like, oh, like even something like student debt or like, I don't know, what was the the Dow? I was like, what What about like stocks and stuff? Because I have no idea like what to invest in or like. So, I mean, there's just Jason's like, so I'm like good. thinking, I'm like, how many topics? We so what we, some of the things we do are real talk. So we talk to prominent individuals who achieved like immaculate success. So we're not worried about like where they, how they, like where they are, but how they got there. So mm-hmm. like we have Damon John from Shark Tank. He came on, oh, yes. Barbara Corcoran, the Bella Twins. Um, we have Ryan Sirhen from Million Dollar Listing. So it's, it's They always have the most fascinating stories like of yeah. how they got there. Yeah. But but even on your restart page, I feel like you break down things. You do like fun quizzes and like certain things where yeah, like mortgage refinances, student debt breakdown, yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so to end it, mm-hmm. I really want to know why you don't drink water. <laughs> because when we started this interview, Caitlin's like, "I don't drink water." How yeah. are you like? What? It's the weirdest thing. I hate. I hate it about myself that I don't like water. I've never. How like, what do you drink during the day? Coffee. I'll like. <laughs> I'll like drink. I'll force myself to drink a bottle of water a day, but like that's probably as much water as I take in as like one bottle of water. Yeah, you don't. You don't and like I force myself. I don't know why I don't like it. I don't know. It like makes. Have me... you tried putting lemon in it and cucumber? Oh, I've tried everything. S- little spa water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've tried everything. Yeah. It's. It, I don't know why. It's a. It's a. It's a flaw. And I'm not sure. <laughs> it's a character defect. I'm working on it with Angela. Yeah. We're That's talking about it. That's why I'm seeing her tomorrow. Uh, well, tell her we said hi. No bad blood. Um, no, of course. Okay, everyone download If I'm Being Honest and um, follow you. Jason and Caitlin because they're awesome. Thank you guys so Thank much you. for coming Thank on you. to Wind Down. I feel like we could so go for another awesome. hour. I could. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have to do a part two. A you guys should come on our my podcast, but you'll be there. And we could do another part two. I love it. Okay, yeah. love you guys. Cool. Thank you. Love Bye. you guys. Later. See ya. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Mini Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. 
acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 